When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, this is Jamie Evans. And Benton Hodges. We're the producers of Haunted, the audio drama. We hope that you've been enjoying the show and we encourage you to keep track of our goings on by following our social media accounts. We've got a growing fan community who enjoy sharing theories, fan art and generally discussing the show. Plus, it's a great way for you to keep up with all the latest news about Haunted and our future projects. Follow us on Twitter at The Impala Films, on Instagram at Haunted Audio Drama, or one word, no capitals, or you can find us on Facebook at Impala Revolution. Enjoy the show and hungry for more? You can find us on Patreon at Impala Films, where you can donate to the show and get rewards such as early access to episodes and a behind-the-scenes podcast that goes through the myths and legends that inspired Haunted. Lastly, please consider leaving a review on your podcast app of choice. It really does help us reach more listeners. Thank you so much to every one of you for listening to our little show. It means so much to us. The reception has totally blown us away. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. (laughs) Previously on Haunted. God Ghost has not only identified a focus, but has made a very real death threat against somebody. Call me Connors. Preston Connors. The paranormal hunter for the new generation. They're faking the haunting. What? I heard the signal on the radio. Did they all hear it? Have they all been exposed? Whoa, whoa, Abigail, there was no signal. The radio didn't come on at all. Somehow this guy managed to go completely off-grid. Yes, Halliday and I both worked for Derringer Audio for a brief while. No, I have no idea where he is now. Good day. They sell these in pet stores. They're timed feeders for pets. I found this rigged up to the guttering right above the window where we were doing the seance. Somebody filled it with pebbles and had it release. Hey, Abigail, I text Peterson and asked him to look up any records on the Sunderlands. See if we can... Abigail? Oh, no, 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 no. Abigail, where are you? Haunted, the audio drama. Episode 6 The Haunting of Sunderland House Part 4 of 4 Written by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges Yes, in my experience, gremlins are very real and very troublesome. In fact, just between you and me... I was personally sought out by the royal household to oust an infestation of the critters at Buckingham Palace. Is that so? Oh, damn it. Honey, I'm afraid I'm going to have to go out for a while. David, what do you mean you're going out? It's just a work thing. 
Ron says they're having some trouble with their computers. It shouldn't take me long to fix it. It's nearly dark out. I'm a big boy. I can look after myself. You're in good hands with Preston here. You aren't taking this very seriously. I'm taking this very seriously, but I need to keep working. We do still have bills to pay, you know, ghost or no ghost. That isn't what I mean. No? The ghost is threatening you, Dad. Don't you think it benefits you to stay here? Well, from what we've seen, this ghost or entity or whatever it is only has the power to do things in this house. By that logic, the further I am from here, the safer I am. But, oh! Is Abigail down here? Excuse me? I thought she was upstairs with you. I went to make a phone call, and when I came back, she was gone. It's very clear that the young lady has had a breakdown. No, something more is wrong. I see this often, Mrs. Sunderland. Amateurs. So excited to enter the field, but they lack the resolve and strength of character to stay the course. Frankly, it is no surprise that a young woman such as she would prove too feeble of mind to cope. Terribly irresponsible of James to drag her into... Ah! Ow! You hit me! Yes, I did, and I'll do it again if I hear one more word against Abigail. Or James, for that matter. I might not get on with him myself, but I'd trust him any day over a con artist like you. You cannot speak to me like that! Take it up with me afterwards. Right now, I'm missing my friend and the key expert in this sort of thing. As an officer of the law, I'm deeming this house as a crime scene. You can't do that! You don't have jurisdiction! Like you can't just declare the existence of a subatomic particle. I've had quite enough, and I'm keeping you all here until I get some answers. Where is Mr Sunderland? He's gone. He had a text from work. Ah, and he's gone! I tried to stop him. I told him I thought it was foolish to go out when the ghost has threatened him, but he wouldn't listen. Oh, Dan, please, can't you help? Please sit down, Miss Sunderland. Dan? Please, can I ask you to sit down? What's wrong, Dan? Have I upset you? I thought you were going to protect me. I will protect whoever in this house is innocent. However, I'm going to start needing some truth from all of you. What do you mean? I found a device on the roof guttering. It's a time device that I believe was used to rain the pebbles down at the window, creating the effect of a ghost. A device? So you're just as bad as James Hunter after all? You don't believe us? I'm keeping an open mind. Typical. You're just like all the others. Miss Sunderland! Rebecca! (sighs) Mrs Sunderland, could you please try and get in touch with your husband and ask him to return here immediately? I'm going to try and find Abigail. But what should I do? Sit there and keep quiet. Stupid cop. Who does he think he is? This this is uh, Abigail Corbin. Notes on the um, Sunderland Quarter. Things have taken a turn for the worse in this case. I think that the signal is reaching a point where... I don't know how much time I have left. (laughs) My head is killing me all the time. I've taken nearly a whole packet of paracetamol and it's done nothing. I think... I mean... I don't want to end up like the others. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to... I'm not going out miserable either. Wait. What is that? Things aren't going too well with this case. Whatever entity lives inside this house made contact during a seance a little while ago. First, it pelted the windows with pebbles, and when that didn't get the message across, it took possession of Rebecca, the Sutherland's daughter, once again. 
The entity spoke with us. It quoted passages from the Bible. I, I think it's a demon. I'm abandoned on, on this mission. James left, and now Dan has sided with him. They think the Sunderlands are faking things, but I know what I've seen. I'm not crazy. No! Listen to yourself, Abigail. Abigail? Abigail, are you okay? James! Where are you? I'm on my way back now. I'm coming as fast as I can. I saw something. Dad told me. Abigail. I can't tell what's real and what isn't. My headache. It's never been this bad. I can... I can hear the signal all of the time. I'm scared, James. Listen to me. Listen very closely to my voice. Abigail, focus. Listen to me. All is not lost. Not yet. Not for you. You've lasted this long. Longer than anybody else we know that was infected by this evil thing. You have a strong mind. You've been fighting this thing. I'm so tired, James. I know you are. We just need to buy you a little more time. I have an idea. I'm going to be honest with you, it is a fairly insane idea, and I have no clue if it will actually work. But we need the extra time. I'm listening. Go to the boot of the car. Remember what we have stored in the trunk. The prison. Exactly. Can you get to it? Remember what it did before? I think it could potentially be used to... Uh, Abigail? Are you there? Are you listening? It's watching me. What? What are you talking about? It's in the water. Abigail, where are you? The lake, behind the Sunderland house. James is staring at me. What is? It's glowing. Such a beautiful green glow. Abigail, Abigail, listen to me. It isn't real. Whatever you're seeing, it's not real. Abigail! It's so beautiful. Abigail! Abigail! Damn it! Sworn. This is out of hand. What do you mean? Stay away from the water. It's dangerous. Rebecca, wait! Go check on your girlfriend. She just tried to drown herself. What? Abigail? Abigail, what's going on? I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I wasn't drowning. You're soaking wet. I, I didn't realise how far I'd gone. What were you doing in the water anyway? It doesn't matter. It does bloody matter. Well, why is she out here? What was she doing skulking around in the dark? She's not happy with how the investigation's going. She's acting strange. It has been all night. I, I should have noticed. It's my fault for missing it. And you're a man. At first be blinded by a pretty smile. Is that your phone? Oh, oh yeah, I was on the phone to James. Looks like he's hung up. He was on his way back. Good. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but we need him. I feel safer having him around to keep an eye on you. I don't need a babysitter. Mm, you sure about that? Abby, everything's been so crazy since that man came into our lives. I know, I, I do know, believe me. I'm sorry. Things haven't worked out the way I thought they might. <laughs> Life is strange in that way. I, I don't think I'd take it back, though. Some of the things I've seen. I, I think the price was worth it. Abby, are you sure you're okay? I, I'm fine. Did you find out anything else? Well, 
in addition to the remote pet feeder, I asked Peterson to run a background checks on the family. Get this. Turns out, this isn't their first haunted house. What? I know I'm no expert like you, but I figured having the misfortune to live in two different haunted houses had to be statistically unlikely, to say the least, right? Definitely. The family moved into a house up north. A pretty expensive property. Some say more expensive than they could really afford. 28 days later, they fled the property and never returned. Claimed the house was filled with an evil presence. They even hired a couple of old ghost hunters to check out the place. This doddery old couple, Edie and Larry Burroughs. I know those two. I read some of their books, read a lot more criticisms too. Yeah, Peterson uncovered that too. Apparently, Mr and Mrs Sunderland made quite the payday from their story, and a lot of people thought they'd pulled off a successful hoax. Interestingly, that house has had three other families live in it since then, none of whom have reported anything so much as a bad smell. When was this? 1993. Maybe the money started to run out again and they decided to pull the same scam. It's possible. We need to get back to the house and find more clues. Agreed. You go. There's just one thing I have to do first. Are you sure it's a good idea for me to leave you alone? I think I'm okay now. You can keep an eye on me from the porch if you want. I just need to get something from the car. (sighs) Okay. Let's go. The train pulling into platform three is the 0937 service from Lincoln. This train is made of five carriages. Please mind the step, Miss Abigail! Abigail! Damn it! Excuse me, sorry, coming through. Ow! Sorry, sorry! Excuse me, I need to get. Hello! Hello, yes. Listen, I need... How was your journey? What? It was fine. As good as a journey in a tin can packed with the general public can be. Listen... Would you like to leave us some feedback on your journey? Why would I...? You can leave feedback on our website at www.nationalrail... Listen to me. I do not care about your website. If you want feedback, I'll tell you. The train is overpriced and very cramped. The service is infuriating. Now... Can you please tell me the best way to get from the station to Lakeview Road? My friend is in trouble and she needs my help. Um, certainly, sir. There's no need to be rude. There's a bus just outside that goes most of the way to Lakeview. Departs in 20 minutes. 20 minutes? No, I need to get there quicker than that. Is there a taxi service? I'm afraid not. No taxi service at all? None at all. What sort of a town is this? I guess I'll just wait for the bus. Sorry, sir. There's no drinking in here. Well, I'll take it outside then. Have a nice day. Oh, you too. Oh, that's better. Isn't it wonderful how everything seems a little bit better with whiskey? Now, what am I going to do for 20 minutes? Let's see. Oh. Now that's not what I was expecting to see. This recording is for my future self, and if I need to look back at this, or or I guess it's for you, James, just in case I've misunderstood the point you were going to make. Here are the facts. The signal is inside my mind, burrowing deeper and deeper into my grey matter just as it did with Paul, Mark and the others. We know that hallucinations were a key symptom in the progression of this disease, or whatever it is. Now, theory time. 
We retrieved the Pythagoras prism from Van der Berg Academy and were told it was capable of focusing thought energy into physical matter. We witnessed firsthand that it was capable of creating things that were both unreal and real at the same time when it trapped James and I in a world I'd subconsciously designed. <laughs> when did this become my life? Anyway, I, I think what you were getting at on the phone just now, James, was that I should be able to use this to, to slow down the progression of the signal somehow. God, I hope that's where you were going anyway. Okay, concentrate, Abigail. Concentrate. I'm not ready to give up yet. I did it. I think I've done it. I can hear myself think again. Are you okay, Abby? I'm fine. I really am. Okay, come on. Let's go solve this. That's the thing with poltergeists, you see, Courtney. May I call you Courtney? You have to treat them rather like you would a spoiled teenager. A firm hand is needed. Psst! Preston! Excuse me, Mrs Sunderland. Please! By all means. I see Officer Dan was able to find you. Yes, a minor freak out. Back now. It's no surprise you were in a confused state. My Preston particle reader... Sorry, no time for that. I'm this close to solving the case, but I need your help. Solving it? You mean you found a way to stop Henry Morton Jenkins from haunting this family? To stop him executing his death threat against David Sunderland? No need. The threat isn't real. Oh, no. Don't tell me you've joined the land of the sceptics as well now. I'm sorry, but the evidence just doesn't support the haunting story. However, we need you to do us a favour whilst we gather the remaining evidence we need. What's that? We need you to keep Courtney and Rebecca talking whilst we snoop around. How am I supposed to do that? Regale them with another one of your tales. You must still have plenty in the bag. Now you mention it, I did have an interesting encounter with a mothman last year. A moth... man? Yes, a fascinating cryptid considered by some to be... extraterrestrial. We don't have time! Can you just do this favour for us, please, Preston? Well, I don't like supporting sceptics, but let it never be said that Preston Connors said no to helping a pretty woman in need. I will do you this favour, Abigail Corbin. Thank you. Ah, oh, don't get up, Rebecca. I've just thought of the most fascinating tale to tell you. What do you two know of the Mothman? So I guess the question now is who is faking this? Where do we start? The way I see it, there are two options. Either the parents are running out of money and decided to repeat their scam since it worked last time, or Rebecca is behind it. Could it be all three of them? Rebecca was only a child during the last haunting, but she's certainly old enough to be part of the scam. Rebecca is definitely up to something. She's the one doing the possession performance. I can't believe I'm the one to say this, but is there any chance she isn't faking it? Could she really be possessed? Or or perhaps thinks she's been? Like a psychotic episode sort of thing? That's a good thought. I suppose it could be true, although she seems remarkably lucid during these episodes. So, if she is doing it on purpose, how do we prove that she's faking it? Well, she's made one big slip-up already, though we do need harder evidence. Let's go up to her room whilst Preston distracts them. Well, not that this can be considered hard evidence or anything, but it definitely could have been Rebecca who planted the pet feeder. Look here, from this window you can get onto the overhanging porch roof. 
All of the locations they told us they've seen pebbles raining down could be accessed from the guttering around this part of the roof. Like I said, not proof, but... Definitely interesting. What are you looking for? A phone or something? If only. If people are up to no good, there's usually incriminating evidence on their phones. But the problem is, young girls like Rebecca usually never part with their phones. (laughs) You're the one to talk. Hey! I'm not one of those social media zombies. What's worse, social media zombie or podcast enthusiast? Definitely social media. Podcasts never made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> Fair enough. She's got a ton of books in here. Biographies on the Fox sisters. Who are they? They were part of the spiritualism movement, became quite famous for being able to talk to the dead. Eventually one of the sisters came forward and admitted they were Fords. That explains all these books on spiritualism and seances. The Fox sisters were able to create tapping sounds by cracking joints in their feet. The taps we heard during the seance... Uh, They were fairly loud, Abigail. Not so loud they couldn't have been cracking joints, though. You think Rebecca has been studying this stuff? It would give her all of the tricks she needed to be able to fake a dramatic seance. You said before that she made a slip-up. What was it? Ah, I'm keeping that one close to my vest for now. Why? For the big finale. You are a weird person. Assuming for a moment that Rebecca is working alone, why is she threatening her father? This spirit keeps demanding a confession. Maybe she found out her parents faked the previous haunting and she wants them to confess. It must mess you up pretty bad to find out a defining event of your childhood was a money-making scam. But then why not threaten both? I think David must have done something in particular, though... I bet you're right about how angry that would make a person. Probably why she's chosen to pursue whatever it is with this elaborate scheme. Do you think there's any relevance to the story she told us about Henry Morton Jenkins being murdered for being unfaithful? You think David is having an affair? I mean, he did leave the house in the middle of an investigation to go to work. Do you know anybody who loves their job enough that they go to work if they were the subject of a death threat? But the lure of getting laid is enough to fly in the face of a death threat. Absolutely. You're telling me if someone was threatening your life and the chance to have sex came up, you'd go out of your way to do that instead of working towards solving it? Yeah, 100%. What? That may well be the last time I ever get laid. I'm not passing that up. (laughs) Men. Whoa. We've got her. What? What is it? There's a bag in the wardrobe from the pet store. Inside, a receipt dated three weeks ago for a remote-controlled pet feeder. All controlled through an app on her smartphone. Well done. Look at you, Detective Dan. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's James. Hello? Oh, good. You're alive, then. Yes, thank you. I think your trick worked. I didn't even tell you what it was. You gave me the clues and I figured it out. Are you on your way back? Yes, just waiting for a bus. You'll never believe who I'm looking at right now. Actually, I think we would. Is it David Sunderland, by any chance? How did you guess that? We've cracked the case, old man. Keep up. Don't think because you've been unwell I will tolerate that sort of attitude. Can you bring him back here? I think it's time for the big denouement. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, based on all of my investigations, I can tell you that whilst the Patterson-Gimlin film is almost certainly a hoax, the existence of Bigfoot, or to use the term I prefer, Sasquatch, is very much a fact. Miss Corbin, Officer Cowell, please, do you have any news for us? I'm not sure I can take another one of Mr Connor's thrilling tales. Apologies. I'm happy to say we've now cracked the case. You have? Indeed. Then what are we waiting for? How do we save my husband? Simple. We're going to give the ghost exactly what it wants. What do you mean? The ghost has been very clear in its message every time. It wants a confession. We'll get your husband to confess everything. What could there possibly be to confess? Well, we'll be able to reveal that in a moment. Our associate, James, is on his way back with Mr Sunderland. Oh, here they are now. Hello, boys and girls. David! Hello, dear. What's wrong? Did something happen at the office? How are you feeling, Abigail? Better, thank you. Do you want to go through the case? No, I trust you. I think you should have your moment. I'm going to enjoy playing the other role for a moment. Oh, Abigail and Deputy Dan, won't you tell us what happened? I'd love to. The truth is, though, this was definitely a team effort. Firstly, James was able to explain the window that seemingly opened and closed by itself in the spare room. Unfortunately, not the ghost of Henry Morton Jenkins, but rather an improperly balanced counterweight in the window, which shifts position whenever someone treads on a specific floorboard. A similar event was found in the infamous haunting known as the Amityville Horror. Then Dan did some pretty slick detective work. I ran a background check on the two of you, Mr and Mrs Sunderland. I see this isn't the first haunted house you've been part of. Um, no. No, as a matter of fact, it isn't. We experienced a haunting in the early 1990s. We were forced to flee our home. That's why this particular haunting was so traumatic. Very unlikely for one family to live in two different haunted houses in one lifetime, though, wouldn't you say? I suppose so. What are you getting at? (laughs) That you're lying. I note that no residents who lived in that address after you reported any strange goings-on. I also note that several scientific investigators found no evidence of the supernatural there either. 
The home was investigated by the Burrows, a well-respected pair of... Oh, please. I know the Burrows. They were as big a pair of frauds as Preston here. I must protest. Anyway, leaving that to one side, I also found this on the guttering after our seance. Anybody recognise it? No? That's a shame, because one of you really should. This is a time-release pet feeding device. You can pick these up at most pet stores now. It was used to store pebbles in the guttering and time to release them whenever the perpetrator wanted to. OK. Let's, for one moment, say that the original haunting was... exaggerated. Courtney! Hypothetically! Are you trying to say that we've basically orchestrated two haunted house scams? For what reason? Financial gain? It's definitely a possibility, but no. I don't think that. See, I know who this belongs to. I found the receipt. This pet feeder belongs to... Rebecca. Bravo! Way to stick the delivery there. It's quite fun being on this side for a change. I wish I'd made some popcorn. I believe Rebecca has orchestrated the entire thing. We found a whole pile of books in her room on spiritualism, all of which contain various tricks for faking the presence of a spirit. The tapping we heard at the seance? I'd be willing to bet money it was Rebecca cracking the joints in her foot or ankle. My knee, actually. Darling, no. Rebecca, what are you saying? I did it. There's no ghost. Just me. How did you know? What gave me away? I'll admit you've done a lot of research, but you fell into one teeny tiny mistake. Not your fault, really. It is a very popular misconception. When you did your possessed act at the seance, nice work, by the way, it was rather disturbing. You made one crucial error that got me suspecting you. You quoted a passage from Revelations regarding the number of the beast. Of course, as most people would, you referred to the number as 666. Didn't she, Dan? Yep, that's the number of the Antichrist. I've seen the omen. That is the correct number so far as pop culture is concerned due to the modernish interpretation of the Bible. But if we look back at some of the oldest biblical texts ever uncovered like Papyrus 115 and the Codex of Frame Rescriptus, the number of the beast is actually 616. Really? Wow, that's impressive. Also, you are such a nerd. I don't think I've ever been prouder of you than right now. Nice pull. Even knowing the name's very good. Apparently I didn't research enough. Right, well... I'm bored of staying out of the spotlight now, so let's sum up. You two are hoaxers who faked a haunted house for a payday. No! Yes. Rebecca learned from Mummy and Daddy to be a fraudster of her own. Deputy Dan is actually a fairly good detective. I was right all along, and Abigail has a talent for dramatic deliveries. And Preston? Well, Preston is still an idiot. Rebecca, you've been a very naughty girl. Booker, Muggsy. Who? Me? Do you see anyone else around? Booker. Book all of them, actually. They're all liars. Book them? Uh, book them for what? For fraud. James, Rebecca wasn't trying to get money or any goods from the family. This technically isn't fraud. Wasting police time, then? Uh, well, remember the police weren't actually here in any official capacity. OK. For being liars. Unfortunately, if we started arresting people for being liars, the Prime Minister and half the Cabinet would be in jail by now. It does bring us to the last part of the story, though. See, Rebecca, I think I know why you did this. You do? You kept giving the message that your dad needed to confess. You invented the story of Henry Morton Jenkins, the unfaithful husband who got his comeuppance. You were furious when your dad left the house because you thought it meant he wasn't taking it seriously. 
I think it's about time you shared what you know. Because if James has to do it, he'll be far less sensitive. Hey. It's okay. All of this was stupid anyway. I see how badly I thought it out now. If I was caught so easily, I should have just done this from the start. Ah! Becky, no! Ah. Grab her! Whoa, she's scratching. Come here. You bastard! You think you can treat Mum and me like we're nothing? Will somebody please tell me what's going on? Dad's cheating on you, Mum. He has been for ages. The entire reason he moved us here was to be closer to work so he could see his mistress more often. What? Damn you, Rebecca. Why couldn't you just keep it to yourself? You're seriously going to blame this on me? We were perfectly happy with this arrangement. I love your mother and you, and so long as you knew nothing, everything worked out fine. I'm a man. I have needs. Needs? Needs? I can't believe what I'm hearing. My friend Trish saw you all over each other. How? We're careful. Obviously not that careful if I caught you snogging her. Look, you guys clearly have a lot of family issues to deal with. Please, I just need to ask one further question. Why fake the haunting, Rebecca? Why just not come out with it? Because I wanted to punish both of them. Not just Dad. I was six years old when you two pulled your scam. I know you two had a right old laugh as you raked in money, but I was terrified. I thought there really were ghosts. Then, growing up, I thought all of this stuff was real. I read up everything I could on it. I got bullied at school because of it. Then to discover it was all just a scheme to make money. Finding out about Dad was the final straw. I decided to make both of you afraid the way I'd been afraid all that time ago. I'm so sorry. You're right. We didn't think about you, and, and, and we should have. Honey. Don't you dare! I want you to pack a bag right now, David! But Courtney! Why did you do this? Please. Why did you Come do on, this things are getting a bit too soap opera around here for me. Oh you too, big guy. Actually, I need to speak to them about payment. Chop this one up as a loss, buddy. What? I'm sorry that Dr. Cross wasn't able to tell you what you wanted to know. No, I'm sorry. I should have solved this by now. You're doing everything you can. Believe it or not, I think Dan had fun on this case. He did a good job. So did you. You don't need me anymore. I absolutely still need you. You aren't getting away that easily. Who says I'm trying to get away? I like living in this dark, dank basement. My mum said you can have the spare room in the house, you know. No, it's okay, thanks. I like it here. As appealing as the idea of spending more time with your mum is. Wait, what? How are you feeling? Using the prism to try and temporarily block the signal is a good idea, but I don't know how long it will last. I haven't had any more hallucinations, but... But what? Earlier I was writing my notes on the Sunderland case, and I guess I, I zoned out, and when I came to again, I'd, I'd done this. The symbols you were compulsively drawing before. Yes. It hasn't brought us long. It's still in there. We can't waste the time we've got. I'll keep looking for Malcolm Halliday. He's the key to all of this. No, no, no! God damn it! <clears throat> Please, please don't start. I can't take any more. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. 
research notes. I lost another one today. I believe that's 14 subjects now. The working of the machine is so precarious that mortality rate for the experiment is disturbingly high. I've begun having terrible nightmares, reliving each failure over and over, the way their eyes bulge from their skulls as their bodies are racked with pain. It is necessary, though. The machine only seems to work when there is pain involved. The problem is that the connection is never stable. My associate believes he has found the missing component, something he claims can stabilise everything. That's what we need, something that stops the machine burning through these people like cheap batteries. The truth is, I find myself having moments of weakness, questioning if all of this pain, this suffering is worth it. Then I hate myself for ever daring to think such thoughts. Of course, it is worth it. Anything is worth it when it comes to family. Though I do wish that the cost wasn't quite so high. You have one new message. Main menu. To listen to your messages, press one. To greet. Malcolm, it's Michael. I didn't expect you'd answer. You haven't picked up the last 20 times I called. Why would you start now? Listen, I hope that you're doing okay. Although I rather suspect you aren't. I don't know exactly what you're up to, and I don't want to know. I presume it is related to the device we were working on all those months ago. I dread to think the sort of uses your mind could have drummed up for that. Listen, I'm calling because I still consider you a friend, and I felt I had to warn you. I had a visit from a man named James Hunter. I've looked him up. He's some sort of expert in the paranormal and psychical research... What a proponent of such utter nonsense could want with you, I don't know, but he was very insistent that he needed to know where you were. Of course, I could tell him nothing, since you refused to make contact with me all this time. Malcolm, he said there were people in danger. I pray you aren't at the centre of this. If you hear this, look after yourself. Goodbye. James Hunter. It appears there is no time to delay. I must start looking for my next subject immediately. I believe there is a young woman in Greenvale General Hospital who has already suffered the effects of exposure to the signal. She may well make the perfect test subject. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter and Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin. With special guest Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Megan Condon, David Anthony Green, Jim Carter, Madeline Carter, Benton Hodges, Edwina Jones, Rory Jocelyn and special guest star Michael Heath. Narration by David Anthony Green. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans, 
with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges, Charles Topping and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next terrifying chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.